happy Friday, guys. Saturn Dave here. We got Trainer Co. and we got Adam Korlick uh, in the BVM here, uh, joining us to talk about Saturn and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> how are you doing, Adam? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I don't know how much of that you caught, but it's true. I caught it all. Well, we were, we yeah, when we went to the MTV kind of screen, we could hear you guys talking, but it's okay. Yeah, cool, cool. I didn't really. I thought we were doing the five minute count. I was like, oh, I have time to chit chat about Adam with. The well, no, you you usually cut you usually cut the countdown short, like when we're late when we're running late. So I did too. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that, but yeah, we we're just talking about the, the conservatorship with Brittany that's officially dissolved now, and then he brought up that uh, when OJ was acquitted, uh, they announced it over his school's PA. They did. Wow. We were, again, we we're like six or seven. We we're like, why are they telling us? Why this? are they telling us? This? But it was they did. <laughs> I remember that very well. Nice. Well, yeah, no. um, we're supposed to have Roger Vega, the owner of the Sega Pluto, here with us, and he might show up. Uh, he might roll in a little late, and if he does, that we're going to have a little bit of technical difficulties, but you guys can just bear with us while we kind of rearrange. Um, but in the meantime, we'll just get started with, uh, with Adam asking uh, questions about this uh, whirlwind of uh, Sega Pluto uh, business that's been going on. Yeah, coming exactly. on the tail. Did you want to uh, introduce? Oh yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself, Adam. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my name is Adam Korlick. I'm a YouTuber. I've been talking about video game stuff for. I can't. I, I've actually been doing YouTube for 12 years. I'm a dinosaur on the platform. Um, no and kidding. yeah, I know, right? It's ridiculous. And so uh, you know, I even repped. I even have a Saturn shirt for you guys. Right there. Nice. Yeah, I I got planned it out. Um, and I think I've other than Dave, I think I've met all of you at some point over time. Uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I, I think I, I, I bought a Christmas Nights off you, didn't I? You bought a Deep Fear from me, I think. Deep Fear, that's right. I yeah, bought yeah, a Deep yeah. Fear <laughs> off you. So that was our previous interaction. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, I love talking retro video games and especially Sega history. I have a, a big affinity for that. Same. Same. We're like super game preservation and Sega history nerds. Like yeah, almost keep, more so than real. playing the games anymore, but yeah, you know that's what happens when that. you get old. <laughs> no kidding, like Pat, Adam, you've been on YouTube for so long. I don't mean to age you, but I mean I think like you got. I think you got me started down my whole road of like being super into RGB and high res video and everything. Same. You were doing like a review. You're doing like a review of an Atlona scaler for like the, yeah. this way back yeah, then. That you know, that was like 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that was 10 um, years ago. I fell down this rabbit hole of like, well, wait, if the Dreamcast can look so good via VGA, then why can't every console look good via VGA? And so I kind of went that way. I didn't do the, you know, the RGB SCART BVM thing. I ended up getting like VGA box solutions for like all my consoles and it's a crazy. So I'm like, I'm gaming on like pro CRTs and stuff like that. You know, but uh, but Pat, he went like the more traditional RGB BVM route and everything. It's so it's funny, but I got started on watching your videos. So thank you. <laughs> Sorry that I cursed both of you. With right. That, yes. But, yeah, it's cool. That, that was a cool device. I, I actually was pretty angry with you back then because like I can't find this device anywhere. Why did Adam lie to me? I Honestly, need this device. I found it. I found it. <laughs> it didn't age well, though, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it was great back then because that's all we knew, right? <laughs> Framemeister for the win. Although Framemeister and Saturn, not the best of friends, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm still rocking an XRGB2, and that works really well. 
because it's analog yeah. and it, it loves like the different frequencies and stuff, you know, no, but yeah, X, Frame Meister is a great product. And now of course you have the five X. So folks are Richard crazy. About the 5X all the way. Yeah. Nice. Do you have one? Yeah. Mike sent me one early. Cause I help him bug test those things a little bit. Cause like I'm sitting on like every console. So he's like, run it with this. See if it does anything. Like initially nice. uh, I ran it with the Atari Jaguar and it didn't work. It would just give a green screen. I was like, here's what happens. And he was like, Oh, okay. Update. And now it works. So like, yeah, uh, that's I, like wonderful. To, I like to play that's with that awesome. kind of stuff. What is yeah, your... No, it's, it's really cool oh, go ahead. how many go options ahead. we have nowadays for videos and stuff. It's it's insane that we used to, we went from like having like two or three devices to like having like almost like eight or ten of them. It's There's like so many options and so mm -hmm. much availability. It's like you can literally not go wrong nowadays. I agree. Retro gaming has never been more accessible. And Roger just texted me. Where are you at? <laughs> Where are you at? Where you at? <laughs> I'm just gonna call him. I'm just gonna straight up call him. Sure. See how this goes. Let's let's embarrass him on on live streams. It's cool. It's cool. The phone up to the but camera yeah, no, uh, in front of the mic. Yeah, the last I time will. I met. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yo, you're time. you're on live right now. Where are you? Everybody's like, what's going on, man? Yes, we're we're waiting for you, buddy. Come on in. Yeah. All right. Yeah, go on Discord and uh, follow follow the instructions there. Okay, all right. See you soon. Bye. No kidding though. Yeah, like but... from from like curb CRTs to obviously much more expensive CRT. There's like there's an option for everybody, and I know some people who literally just like to ball with like the consumer CRT. I got a friend who's all about the wood grain CRTs, and he's like, I don't even care if it's composite. That's how I played it when I was a kid, you know. So it's like no judge, no judgment. It's like whatever you like, there's something for you now. And it's not like when 10 years ago when we were just like really had to like shop some really, really obscure websites to, to find like some hardware that would make what we wanted to do work. You know, now it's like there's solutions order, order for everybody. Japan. Hope they don't take our money and run away with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gaming has I, never been more universally friendly than it is now. It's, it's expensive for other reasons, but everybody's got options. I think that's like yeah. the coolest part about it now. I get so like newsletters. You just gotta go ODE nowadays. ODE and like the yeah. upscales are good to go. I'll get like newsletters from random, uh, you know, HD video processor sites, and I'm just like, what did I get from these? <laughs> like, what did I? What, I probably sold it by now. You know, <laughs> like I don't, but I'm still getting the newsletter because I, it's I interesting. kept mine. Yeah, I have all of my stuff, man. But I'm a hoarder, so it's fine. I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm a little bit too. But then again, space—you come up against space and. What did you say about the immovable object? You know, for me, space. Right. What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? It's right. the paradox of collecting. It's absolutely. I need physical space, but I want to occupy it. Right. Exactly. And it's it's kind of funny. The we've actually had Adam on before. If you watch our video, it's like E3 2018. Sure, at E3 2018. Yeah, we, we filmed outside the Staples us. Center. Yeah, behind the Staples Center, and we actually there's actually a funny antidote. I don't think we talked about on the podcast is that right after we did the interview, three guys walked up, like, "Yeah, hey, what are you doing, man?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're just doing interviews for uh, America's Best Dance Crew or something like that." I remember that. I remember that. And we were like, uh, "I forget, I forget exactly." We were just like uh, improving it, and I was like, "Yeah, I did not expect you to do that." And they're like, "Yeah, uh, I, I just you, you, usually when people interrupt me, interrupt like that or like get nosy, I get kind of annoyed and like just improv stuff." Yeah. So 
You do well. I thought it was just thought it was pretty fun. That pretty was during the, it was uh, a really funny time. That was during the whole so uh, Nintendo PlayStation whirlwind, wasn't it? Were you do uh, were you touring that, that with, that, Derek, that was, with Terry in 2018? Yes, why? Well, yes, but that wasn't part of that. Uh, no. e, that was just E3. Oh, okay. Um, that was. Yeah, no, I, I meant that year. Ahead. The 2018, I think, was the year that, uh, or was he it before that? He did it from that? 2016 to 2019. And you were kind of involved on the tail yes. end of that, right? That's right. Okay. Uh, I was involved from 2016 to 2019, just not the first year. Oh, okay. Uh, initially, it was Dixon Wu, who was a guy in Hong Kong who really mm -hmm. got the ball rolling on that, mm -hmm. and they did a show out there. And then after that, he started getting invited to more uh, domestic stuff. I met him uh, in 2016 at AVGC in New Jersey. Mm. And uh, from there, we just started seeing each other at cons all the time. So eventually, uh, the the final end piece of that you one of you guys were some of you at least were at uh, at PRGE 2019. That was like the swan song final performance of the Nintendo PlayStation prototype. Right. Uh, I think K was. I I don't think yeah. We were. I know K. I, I know K was. Year, but yeah, um, yeah. K was. Um, it's uh, me, uh, Ben, and. Um, no, that and was 18. Brian. I think 19. That, that was 19. No, ben, ben was there. I remember oh, Ben, ben was, was there. 19? Okay, yeah. He, he's in He's in my footage. I, I know he was there. Okay. Um, yeah, so I can't the, remember if he was or not. Because I yeah. know they did 18. I wasn't sure if they did 19 as well. Uh, it, they did 19. I, I remember. Okay. We hung out. And you were cool enough, Kay, to let us borrow the uh, Hitachi Navi Saturn, which was very nice of you. Right. Um, and we, we, we put it next to the Nintendo PlayStation prototype along with the uh, Atari Jaguar Hot Rod Dental Unit. There's only seven of those that ever were made. We have mm -hmm. one. It was there. So we were like, let's put them together and just have nice. three really weird things in the same moment. Um, and, but yeah, no, so I would hang out with Terry a lot at that show. And at the end of it, you know, we got to, he told me, he's like, all right, go ahead and disconnect it and all that stuff. So it occurred to me, I'm going to be the last person that ever plays this. Cause at that point we knew he was selling it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. so I played it for a bit. I filmed that moment, you know, he made a little cameo and then I put that eventually in a video. I remember um, that. I found out very recently, uh, talking to somebody at Heritage Auctions, because they were the ones who ultimately sold it, that after the show, they took it from him down to Texas. They kept it in a vault. Eventually, it was sold to Greg McLemore, who's the guy who created Pets.com. And then he brought it out to huh. like a, a vault, and it's sitting in his like place in Los Angeles. Um, I met someone else recently, uh, I believe it works at Old School Gamer, who said, you know, I'm, I'm friends with him, and I've been, I've seen his, I've seen it now at his house in Los Angeles, but he's like, he doesn't play it, like, that thing is behind glass, he's probably never even used it. So as far as I know, per those sources, I'm still the last person that ever played it as whatever worthless asterisk that is. I'm surprised that then I don't know, like, you pay, like, thousands of dollars for it, you don't, like, think, you know what, let me boot up a game and just play it for fun, you know, just like, at, I don't know, I just can't imagine buying Buying something just putting it behind glass. I don't know, maybe you, it's just me. It's it's like buying a painting or something. It's not like buying a console as we would think of it. We're not on that level. That's a different level of collector. Like, yeah. oh, I just I buy you know like that's like Jay Leno and his like army of cars that he's got. Like he's not really driving all those. It's it's kind of the same mentality. Also, by the way, hi Roger. <laughs> yeah, Roger's in the chat. It took me a while. Sorry for the lag. It's all cool. It it's all good. But yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's kind of a, kind of a sadness. I remember, uh, I know Terry said Terry Sidley passed away, and uh, it was a uh, pretty, pretty sad. I, I talked to him a, a quite a bit. I know he went to uh, Game On Expo, I think seventeen or sixteen, with it, and he was a really cool, dude. Him and his, uh, him and his son, 
Uh, and I, I had him on Facebook, and I'm fr mutual friends with him. Bet with uh, I don't know if you know Jared. He's Mr. Wizard. He did the uh, Ghostbusters 2 uh, uh, NES carts, like the glowing ones. That sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, he also did the, the game disc that they, uh, for the, the PlayStation, the, I guess the PlayStation, and the PlayStation game they had for that. I don't oh, know Super Boss Guy. Yeah, I met him at PRGE. He was wearing yeah, a wizard hat. Yeah, no, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, no, he's he's a he's, he's a pretty cool dude, and uh, I knew him between him, and we talked a little bit. And he's a really cool dude. Uh, sad, sad he passed away, though. I definitely uh, definitely feel feel bad. I I really wish I could have seen him again before it ended. Before he did the uh, bringing it around, but I know that it just didn't happen. Get get back to Arizona, sadly. So yeah, but he did it like two years. So I mean, I can't. I, I mean, he I have plenty of opportunity. And I get to play it. So he did that for four years. Oh no no he brought it in Arizona for two years. Oh I see. Okay sorry. No sorry that's what I meant. But yeah he uh, he was a really cool dude. Uh, his son was also cool too. I haven't I had him on Facebook. I don't know if his son still has Facebook up though. I think he. But anyways, uh, he's a really cool dude and uh, he's definitely gonna be missed for sure. So glasses up to Terry. Yeah I got coffee but definitely I'm with you. <laughs> Actually I bought I bought Terry uh, a six pack uh, the night before he's uh, the last PRGE with it. Um, and that's when we filmed, we filmed this video. He let me do a hands-on review of it. So aside from Ben Heck, obviously who had very intimate access to it, I was the only one who ever got to do like a full on, just I'm going to hold it and let's do an entire review of this thing. Um, and in Terry's case, I just, as a thank you, I was like, what do you want? He's like beer. And I was like, all right then. <laughs> and, and like, so we just went over to the grocery store and like pick something. He just picked the six pack of cheap domestic beer he wanted it was like 6.95 or whatever i was like you got it that's the deal we're <laughs> sorry for the technical difficulties I... folks but uh, uh thanks for bearing with us uh that's awesome i would take beer too as payment <laughs> i'm a beer nut uh well okay so where where do we want to go from here with the conversation i got you know so we had um you know terry awesome guy and rest in peace and that was an awesome video that Pat or that, that Adam put up last time that console was played before it got uh, before it got sold. And and then it's like um, you already were in contact with Roger, right? At that time about the Pluto. Um, so, Roger, do you want me to tell the story, Roger? Or do you want to tell this? Yeah, go for it. OK, so the thing was with Roger was I didn't know him. I had never heard of him having the Pluto before. Um, like the whole original incident where it, you basically revealed that you had it online. I, I was not made aware of any of that. Um, what happened was in late 2019, I was hanging out with a buddy of mine and we were in um, a store in Campbell, California. Uh, and I we're just chatting with the owner. His name is Rudy. And he just randomly goes like, Adam, do you, do you know what the Sega Pluto is? And I'm just like, yeah, it's that like long version of the console. Like I, I knew what it was <laughs> even because like nobody ever really gives you know nobody ever other than guys like us nobody ever right. really heard of that type of thing and then the rudy's like oh do you want to see it the owner lives like 10 minutes from here no way and i was like really and he's like yeah i'll call him up and then sure enough roger picks up he's like what's up man <laughs> and he's like all right i'll be there and he shows up 10 minutes later with the pluto just in a cardboard box and mm -hmm. I was just like stunned to see it. And I had like, a, if you remember Roger, I had like a million questions for you and you're like, yeah, man, I don't give a shit, do whatever you want, I don't care. And he just like kept <laughs> trying to hand it to me and be like, dude, I don't care, go play it, do whatever you want, you, you nerd, go do whatever you gotta do. So then, um, so we made a whole video about it. I tried to figure out everything I could about it and that was the video we released, I think it was either very late 2019 or very early 2020. I think it was late 2019. 
Um, and it was, I thought that'd be the last time I ever saw it, but then I, I kind of remember Roger, I was just complaining at you. I'm like, can we, can we fix it? Um, I mean, tell me, tell me from your perspective, because I, I don't need to cover for you. Go for it. What do you got? Well, yeah, like you were saying, because that was the little the little hinge and shit. And you were just like, yeah, you can meet Ben, blah, 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 and you can actually look at it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know shit about this fucking thing. I don't want to fuck it up. Cause if I, that's why I haven't <laughs> opened it. Because I know I don't know anything about it. Because that was the thing when I posted it initially on IGN, IGN, fucking Destructoid or whatever. I put it on an article about me talking about it. And it was like a picture of it and the Satanic Bible next mm-hmm. to it. That was like the first photo reveal. And people were just like, he made that. It's fake. I'm like, no, I'm not that smart. Like, that's not a fucking thing. Like, I, like how the, I like how you use the Santa, Satanic Bible as a uh, scale a for it. You know, I mean, if you got to start somewhere, it's like, who's going to go and fake that? I mean, if you're really going to argue something, it's just like, oh, no. Wow. Yeah, uh, but so when I when I assessed it, there actually wasn't really much wrong with it. Uh, it totally worked. It only had two obvious flaws. The first was the disk drive was always up. Like, the lid, it did not close at all mm-hmm. um uh, later on ben figured out the reason for that was sega drilled the hole for it but they never built the actual mechanism like the spring and all that to keep it closed so later ben heck went on to fix that the only other issue with it was that you know sometimes on a saturn the first controller port just stops working and if you like lift it up a little it, it starts working again right that yeah. happened that happened on this um mm. and so i figured that out i was like if i lift it up it, it works so i told broke ben his solder were, joint right Right. Well, I don't remember exactly what he said. I think it was something about a trace or something. But either way, he was able to he was like, there's nothing. So he he fixed that all up and then he like redid everything under the hood. Again, Ben did an entire teardown video where he showed mm-hmm. all this. Yeah. So I'm going to no matter what I say, I'm not going to do it justice. Speaking but, to uh, the video, I, I I believe he said it was a broken solder joint just because of all the downforce. So he just be, reflowed yeah. the connectors and fixed that. And then he 3D printed a, the little mechanism yeah. you were talking about to, to yes. pin the door closed. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. I agree. Yeah, I remember we definitely had some people that were like, I can't believe he's he's res- wrecking the Saturn. I can't believe he's scraping the paint. It's like, well, I mean, it's just like paint on the undercoat. I definitely get it, but it, uh, it adds the functionality back. So it's like, yeah. it's like, what are you going to do, right? Honestly, they probably didn't treat it very well. Like being a prototype, they were thinking, oh, it's just, you know, so they probably like did kind of toss it around a little. Because I'm thinking like this thing wouldn't have endured years of gaming, you know, that would break a yeah. solder joint like that. It would be more like it was plugged in and somebody like walked over and like kind of like bumped it or something. And it was like, we don't care because, yeah. you know, who cares? It's just a prototype. Well, so, know? Roger, why don't you, we know how little they cared about it. Tell them how you got it. <laughs> yes. Is a great oh, story. I found it at the flea market. Yeah, no, this dude had a table and he had all kinds of miscellaneous shit on it. And I remember he had one of those little Sega channel things, the little adapters that you plug into it. Mm-hmm. He yeah. had that, he had Pluto and a bunch of other random shit. And he thought it was a VCR. And so I was like, dude, like, how much do you want for that? Yeah. And he was like, five bucks. I was like, I'll give you three. And so wow. that was I the smartest $3 you've ever spent. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> Well, and the key is I sat on it. I sat on it for so long because I had it in high school. I got it like late 90s. and um, 99, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I had it then. And then so I would go online, you know, the internet then. And like people were like, no, it's a knockoff. So it's Japanese. And so I tried running Japanese games on it. And I was like, oh, it doesn't work. Cool, whatever. And it just sat in a drawer for like years. Hella years. 20, almost. 
Wow. Do the math. Yeah. You got it in 99. We didn't work on it till 2019. That's 20 years wow. of it just sitting in a shoebox. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> and again, it's gone through so many video games and all kinds of shit. I'm surprised I still had it. Again, it was just like, oh, I have that. Like, mm -hmm. That's insane. I'm, glad that I'm, I'm just surprised that it somehow got into the hands of that guy who thought it was a VHS player. It's well, like... a lot of people with the flea markets, they do a lot of the storages. So they'll just go and buy oh, shit and flip up a yeah. couple wallets. So and again, this they was just he didn't know what it was. This was in the Bay Area? or Yeah. No, uh, it's in Stockton. Okay, Sega of America, very close to that. So, yeah, their headquarters. Especially with the port there, too. Yeah. Yeah, more than likely, it's like some employee took it home, maybe bought, like, a storage locker. Oh, hey, it's kind of like with the place, the Sony PlayStation, where it's like, oh, yeah, it's just a bunch of stuff that was not taken care of and just sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, was just I just remember he had a table that was like a plank with some some um not the dollies but the the ponies or whatever the fuck they called. It was just it was all makeshift as shit. Like there was nothing fancy about his setup. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe it! You got that for three dollars. That's great. That was well, probably the biggest yeah. deal of all time. Like that's, I don't even know. Like I mean, I know Terry got his for like what fifty bucks or something. Terry, do you want to hear actually? Because Terry told me all the details about this. Do you want to sure. hear? Terry, no offense, Roger. Terry debatably got a better deal. Um, <laughs> so so here here's the thing. So Terry uh, Terry was working as a like just a hired like grunt for this company to go in and there was another company that was um, basically doing an estate sale because they had foreclosed the company had failed. Uh, the person who had run that company was Olaf Olafsson, the former, the first right. president of PlayStations. That's why he had it in the first place. Okay, so that's he. He was not. He was supposed to destroy it. He didn't. It ended up in a random office. Yes. So estate sale thing comes around. Terry's just a guy who's just like, hey, I'm working for minimum wage to pack stuff up. And he goes in and packs up. He sees a whole bunch of plates and cups and saucers. That's how he described it. And yeah. forks and knives and stuff. He'd be like, oh, I want all this. I'll put it all in the same box. That's all he cared about. So then they did this like Storage Wars auction type of style thing mm -hmm. for a random box. He knew which one it was. And he was like, mm. $75. And he won that. And that's all he cared about was the box of forks and knives and stuff. After afterwards, we're talking like Sony branded forks and knives. No, just forks okay. and knives. Nothing to do with Sony. Maybe they were after, silver or something like forks that. Forks and yeah. knives. Yeah. Afterwards, <laughs> afterwards. So he gets the box and he's like, I and there's like ten boxes with it. And he's like, I just bought the one. And they were like, nobody bought any of these. You're the only person who bought a box. These are all yours. And so he just took all that stuff inside one of them, Nintendo PlayStation prototype. So he basically Jeez. got it for free. Wow. wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I still think the Pluto is the better deal, but I'm biased. Yeah. Of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, arguably, they both do about. The, well, the Pluto plays a lot more games, if we want to be the, honest. The, the, the it's Pluto more functional, plays, yeah. the Pluto it plays, plays the Saturn plays, library. It plays the. Well, it plays the North American Saturn true, library. True, true, true. Uh, yeah. The Nintendo PlayStation plays the Japanese Super Nintendo library or Super Famicom library. Well, to be honest, you have a funny comparison. You guys haven't used funny, any of like, those contrast. janky. You haven't used any of those janky like ST keys or anything like that, right? Because of the 
because the the non-beveled edge and the huge like pcb that would just wreck that console yeah i i'm not willing to we had that discussion well yeah. actually Je my buddy jesse and i did roger was like oh do whatever you want but i was just like i will because he's like that he's very cool yeah, but i'm yeah. like don't worry roger i got you i'm gonna take care of your baby here it's fine i still so, yeah. but yeah like the a lot of those like the the game shark that have the thicker pins i even said it in the video i was like we could technically try this yeah but it, i'm not gonna put that in a prototype because that could really mess it up but we tried action know. replays yeah. yeah for all we know it just plays the u.s games sorry pat stepped on yeah. your toes what was your story uh, oh i didn't think i had a story i was gonna say that uh i was gonna say that um we were talking on on the discord and uh well a couple of the indie developers were saying that it could be that uh that that it could be two things that it, it was set that it wasn't like registered it wasn't registered to be detected or that it's being detected, but there's a pen issue. So it could also be maybe there's a pen, a bent pen or something that registers the the like the uh, net link, but not the not the uh, the action replay and the other stuff. That is so possible. That possibility. Um, ben did not notice anything like that. But to be fair, I don't think he really tore through that particular cartridge port all that yeah. much yeah um i mean that's something we can assess i i'm more curious like what something like the satiator might do because yes. this thing does have the vcd card slot so theoretically that'll work stay tuned because if you stay ever see a video show up in my feed about that it worked and if you never do it didn't work <laughs> somebody jokingly in the in the comments is like do the swap trick <laughs> Yeah. no joke people have actually said like do that i'm like i'm not doing that to a prototype other other people were like take out the board and like replace it with an ode i'm like can you shut up like yeah. it's not we're not doing that <laughs> like there is honestly you could do because you did have like the the lid off of it for a while there's a a cartridge that came out called gosh let me get it he's looking for that button while k is yeah, looking no, for I, it k has the he has a he has a gamer's cart Saturn Gamers cart, and that you've not tried. And I think if you end up uh, rendezvousing with K, you, you guys might try the Gamers cart. Okay. Uh, K, K is one of the Saturn gods, one of the many ones. So I would actually close. say he is yeah. the, yeah, the. He's definitely the okay, craziest okay. when it comes I'm to. I'm glad Saturn. we're in agreement with that. Then. No, I'm giving him. I'm giving him like. Upper echelon to top two. Yes, I will. I will say that for him because I can also very arrogantly say I'm the Dreamcast version of that. Yeah, you are. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would not uh, ever. Uh, if so anybody asks me on the street, combined. like, oh, Adam yeah. Korlick, he's the Dreamcast guy. I'm yeah. coming for you, Adam, though. I'm getting, <laughs> you, you, getting that collection can, up. I'm getting I, obscure consoles. Can I tell you a very, you. can I tell you an amusing side story based sure. on what you just said? Yeah. It's not super, I was down in uh, Pac South in San Antonio once in Texas, and a random guy walks up to me. He's like, yo, why didn't you come to Retropalooza? We invited you. I was like, I have no idea what this guy's talking about. I have not heard of this. And he's like, and long story short, he goes away, comes back later. He's like, I found out what happened. I talked to my boss. He wanted you, didn't remember your name, so he called you the Dreamcast guy. So we tried getting the Dreamcast guy, and Max oh, showed up. Oh, no. The Dreamcast guy. <laughs> so I was like, that is amazing. Then later that, that day, amazing. I saw Max. I told him that story, and he thought it was amazing. So anyway. That is that, that's so funny. This close to being the Dreamcast guy. <laughs> Seriously, though, but is I don't think there's anything for Dreamcast that you don't have. There's definitely some stuff. Actually, we read... 
So we went down to the National Video Game Museum in Frisco, Texas, and they 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 move stuff around. So they have a lot of things out on display and whatever. So they had they didn't have much Dreamcast stuff, but they did have a dev kit. I'm like, I got that. No, who cares? Then I'm looking around their prototypes. They have one Dreamcast prototype there. It was a GDR of Propeller Arena. I'm like, you oh jerks. My God. It's like, that's like the one thing I don't have. And I remember bidding on it with like, you know, 10 years ago being like, I want them. I got outbid by a museum. And that's such a rad game too. Like I such mean, a rad game. And I like love the soundtrack. Else. Yeah. 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 Like you can have that. access to the burn copy or whatever. Sure. But, sure. But yeah, I mean, to have the GD the ROM of that. No. Yeah. That's, that was, that would be awesome. Uh, yeah. There is a rip though. There is like a GD oh, yeah, ROM yeah. rip of that. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that that's easy. I got that all day long, sure. just like anybody else does. I'm just saying that original GDR disc. The yeah. irony is I have all the hardware to actually like make my own. I just won't do that because that's not cool. Right. Like I I have the GD writer, the GD ripper, the GD extractor, all that discs. stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, the disc is the part I don't have. I would have to go to the museum with all that stuff. Oh, and you don't be have like, any Can blank... I rip your game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam's gonna start a piracy business soon. Oh, God. He's got all the good equipment. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, gonna sell I'm, games. I'm gonna sell a game that's been dumped for twenty years. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna put he's gonna outclass all those eBay sellers. You just and need I mean, the system disc, right? Yeah. I, I would need blank discs. I have one blank disc, so it would have to be very successful. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fair. To, to uh, circle back for just a second about the swap trick thing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The only trick to that with the even the prototype is that since the lid has already been off, um, the only thing that it cares about is making contact with the lid switch. And this uh, exterminator has a built-in uh, swap trick thing. Mm -hmm. that it does so you can actually just push a button and it stops the cd motor automatically so it is actually possible to try it that way oh okay Ooh. it forces a swap it forces like a safe swap trick exactly. that's an interesting solution we actually uh, talked about it back in like i think a season two or season three podcast episode mm -hmm. reminds me of uh back. it reminds me of those playstation discs you know and the, the the swap magic discs for the ps2 that kind of thing i had one I love of those. That I, still, yeah. I think i still have it in the closet i'm not gonna go get yeah. it right now but i, I still have I, I played i played dragon ball gt all the time with it amazing yeah, mine's mine's over there somewhere yeah yeah it's it's somewhere <laughs> it's in the somewhere, cluster of games somewhere over there i don't want to look right now the in the yeah. uh, pile of stuff that's going to overtake me <laughs> i actually know yeah. exactly where it is it's just not attainable it's right in another exactly room, but, yeah. you gotta fight through like 12 12 rows of games to get we to have a guy much. we have a guy so burnt ends or seawin he is the guy that's behind the soccer wars game boy color uh translation that just dropped and he also has done like other projects with with the bulk slash game and other soccer wars projects he is he has makes a living in uh drive forensics and he keeps telling me like oh i just want i want to be able to poke and prod that drive and see what's on it you know on a forensic level you know uh, and then others are just like you know honestly it's probably just a factory drive that they popped in there at the last second you know hey. Well, first of all, any such decisions are are ultimately Rogers. Who, hey, sure. what do you know? He's oh, on the absolutely, line. Absolutely. Uh, secondly, um, I can essentially guarantee you it's blank. Um, yeah. We had we got nowhere with it. Um, I mean, where does this guy live? I don't know. Uh, Burntons, if you're in the chat, tell us where you live. I don't. I don't remember. I'll, I'll come afterwards. Yeah, theoretically, that can be arranged. I mean, I actually you know, talked with uh, Ben about that after you guys did your video um i oh. reached out to him and asked him to do um see if we could perform a dump of that hard drive 
uh, to try and do it through some like forensic analysis. That was like a year ago when I talked with him about it. Mm -hmm. um, but we basically like it's a, an IDE style laptop hard drive, right? Yeah. Um, if I had known you wanted it, I, I would have okay. had it. It's over there. Never mind. <laughs> like I confused him. I confused him with someone else in our chat because he does HVAC design. Somebody in our chat, and I thought it was Cwin, was like, "I do drive forensics, and I'm screaming at my phone. I want them to like look at it. <laughs> you know, oh, dude, you know. we're listening. <laughs> yeah, we're listening. <laughs> we're here. Let's get some microscopes on those uh, digits. Let's see what's on but that yeah, drive. So, so honestly, yeah. Of, I was, I was, t yeah. I was telling Dave before that honesty. I, I did testing for like hardware back in the day, especially with like oh, hard drives. More than likely, that's just the last thing they shoved in there before they killed the project. It's like, yeah, another test drive. Here you go. Okay, bye. Uh, a prop. A they prop get, to show like, that it had further. that that was the plan. You know, I mean, I imagine this is like this was like the PS2 with Final Fantasy 11 before the PS2 with Final mm -hmm. Fantasy 11. You'd have had uh, you you'd have been downloading Command and Conquer campaigns over dial-up. You know, and they'd store them on the on the little drive or whatever. But I imagine. Imagine it was just a prop to kind of show proof of concept like we we could have a drive here and it that's would be exactly what i think happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but but orders of business uh if you do meet up with k the idea is to use the gamer's cart to see if you can dump the bios um you also know a guy who has a satiator and you're gonna get that in there. Yeah, we'll take. Yeah, well, we're, we're gonna work on that one. Yeah. I mean, there, there's like a long list of things we want to do. A long list. It's funny. It is funny though because like I put out the video and a bunch of people are like complaining. Why didn't you do this? It's like, it's a process, man. Right. Like yeah. that video took two years. Give me a minute. Seriously. Like, we kind of suffered through a human human deadly disease right now. Can we like? Can you like catch a little bit of a break? We start, we're still doing it. This isn't like, yeah. this is going away in a museum. No we're not like guys. in a hurry to finish here. <laughs> Although spoilers, Roger said he's selling it tonight, so it's going to be trash. Or he oh, wants me damn. to break it. I'm oh, not really damn. sure. So, I think but I yeah, so, break it. That's just my opinion. I, I we have, know, just my opinion. That's how you know Roger's cool. Like occasionally I'll text him like, oh dude, I dropped it. It's, uh, it's trash. And he's like, oh well. Like, so oh, well. he's a cool guy. Like he knows I'm kidding. That's why it's okay. Sure. But, sure. Like, <laughs> Honestly, if if K gets a hold of it, he's gonna start through an impact. Like I don't I don't know I don't know or not, but I know once K gets a hold of that thing, it's third impact. That's that's what's foretold the prophecy. I kind of feel like that. you have a bit of a safety net though, because you have some connections, you know, with people who can fix shit. So it's like you know, if anything does go wrong, you know, maybe uh, maybe it's not the end of the world. I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like do tell me like has um my prologue 21 right now i sent it to him um to try and see if he can get that thing powered up as a result of that and that's kind of how i started getting you know like um even partially involved with uh with roger uh, it was through ben actually mm -hmm. yeah um, we, we've been chit-chatting every once in a while i'm still very much uh interested in like you know the whole hardware thing and your story about that i'm like i know that you got it at the um the swap meet and that it cost you three dollars which is just mind-blowing um when did you realize that you had something like truly special uh, it was when that guy i think he posted a destructoid too because he had zero two and i think i have zero one that he said that he had that one and he was like yeah i mean my friend worked on it nobody really knew about it and i wanted people to see it because, again, the only thing I knew about it was it was a long Sega Saturn, and it had the symbol on the door. 
that's the only way I knew what it was to begin with. And again, like I said, I'd just been sitting in a drawer with a bunch of other, like, Sega, um, not Nomads, but the, the older Segas. Like Genesis, Master System, okay. Yeah. So that would yeah, have so been that, 2013, that, right? I, yeah, yeah, it was like 2013 or something, because he was living in Japan, and he said like, his friend passed away or something. And that's why he was showing people. He was like, yeah, like, because everything went to shit, and then everybody got stuff on their way out of Sega. And he he got on to that one. A really nice piece. So, uh, off of this, like, I know that you've had some other things that you've been, like, uh, trying to find out information on. Like, that. yeah, that one PlayStation. Uh, yeah, that developer's conference disc. Yeah, did you ever find anything out about it? Because I couldn't find no. it. No, I still haven't found out anything about that thing. It's like factory sealed too, so I don't want to just open it up and be like, yeah, what the fuck is this? Like, Do you have it near you? Is it something you can go show people? I've it. Give me a minute. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I you guys can see it. Because I don't think oh, that's right. This camp. Sorry, I didn't think about that. I see him. That's why I wasn't thinking about that. Um, but yeah, don't, don't worry about it, Roger. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. Yeah, I forgot if you're not put on in the camera. Discord, though, we'd love to see it. We'll oh, yeah, put it in the video photos. afterwards. Just take a picture of it. Oh, I um, think I might have those photos we took of it back in um, back at the office. Yeah. Let That's me... the best part about post-production. We can add in stuff when we don't have it. So if you got vi got stuff you want me to add in, just let me know. I'll put let me... it in the post. And let I want to make an announcement to, while you're looking for that. Uh, for folks who are in the chat, or uh, please hang with us for the second hour because Pat and the Bulk Slash crew are going to be streaming uh, a new navigator, Cologne. Uh, and so they're going to be doing an interview with those guys, and you guys want to hang out. We're going to, you know, bring people into the room and allow people to chat and stuff like that. I'm going to have to drop probably in about 20, 25 minutes. Uh, we, we've got a little late of a start. So, um, but yeah, um, we'll be here for another hour and we'll be streaming some bulk slash too. So don't go away. Okay. I just posted them in the general on your discord. That's it. Uh, Dave, we're still frozen. Oh, you're, oh, there you're, we go. No, yeah, you're good. And I'm, I'm off screen. Did you leave? You're, you're no. good. You just got back on. So there you are. Oh, there we go. Weird. All right. Sorry. Dis Discord acting up again. We're all good. Discord. Technical difficulties, half the fun. Yeah. So if it wasn't technical difficulties, right? Yeah. Whoever's in the chat, in the Discord chat right now, do not leave <laughs> because all everything will rearrange. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to yeah, get no. to the bottom of, of a better solution for that. But in the meantime, it's what what we got. But yeah, so no, what, I'm really what else do we want to... Oh, go ahead. I Pat. have an um, idea. Yeah, I, I have an idea. There's one thing we have not done on this entire stream, which is a little weird. We have not actually like shown the Pluto. Please. Oh yeah, we should do that. That's that was uh, something. Yeah, I was like, hey, 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 there she is. Hey. And there's something interesting I'm about to this touch one. It through the monitor. I'm trying to reach through the monitor and touch it. There's something uh, interesting uh, about <laughs> this one that Adam just taught me, like literally right before we went live. So, um, so they, they were very nice to make this like nice mock-up artwork of uh, me with some reason I have rainbow powers and I make <laughs> prototypes float. I don't know. Yes. Um, so I've got I've got the white Sega Pluto next to me, which is a different story we could talk about. There's the Sega Neptune and there's a black Pluto. 
And I, I looked at it and I was like, it's funny. There's only two black Plutos in the world and you used a photo of the other one. Uh -huh. um, I could immediately tell it was the wrong one because the big obvious difference is this one doesn't say Sega Saturn on it, whereas the one they use does. That's the Japanese one that Roger was referring to. But you're not the only person to make that mistake because the Japanese one, uh, I think Heritage Auctions had it, so they put up a lot of photos of it and a lot of people did. Whereas Roger's, again, it's just the two of us being like, hey guys, <laughs> look at it. Yo. I have a theory. I have a theory though that yours is actually newer, not the other way around. Because See, if they were already if they were designing before and thinking they were just gonna put Sega Saturn on it, and then they came up with the name Sega Pluto, maybe they were like, Oh well don't put Saturn on it because it's gonna have a different decal on it. What if what if that it's certainly possible, but then again, I mean, that was just Sega with prototype names, like Game Gear was Mercury, Venus was an unreleased handheld, Sega CD is actually Sega Earth. Right. Um, 32X, if you actually open it up, it says Mars on the board. Mm -hmm. Jupiter was a Virtual Boy competitor that never happened. Saturn is the Saturn, obviously. Right. Uh, they never used Uranus for probably very obvious reasons. Uh, Neptune, I just said, is the 32X Genesis combo I think unit. that was the code name for the, uh, the, the Nomad. Uranus? What? <laughs> I'm just joking. It's a jo no, dumb no. joke. Sorry. Um, yeah, that was a dumb joke. So the the the, the Neptune, I, I just held the only one that there is. It's the one right. in the National Video Game Museum. It's a show, uh, right? And then the it, we can talk all about oh, it. Trust okay. me. Um, the the and then the the Pluto is you know this thing. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it would have been its own separate console, just a revision. So I I imagine they wouldn't have marketed it as the Sega Pluto. They're probably just like Sega Saturn online Pluto, or who okay. the hell really knows but to you're be of the but mind that the other one is right you're of the mindset that the other one might actually be newer i think that the japanese along. black one is the newer one and i think that for two reasons one well actually three reasons one is like we we see the label it says sega saturn on it which implies it was a little further along Second is uh, when Ben took it apart, he showed under the board like how prototypey it really is. Like mm. certain parts are just like straight up stuff he's got laying around. He's like, okay, some of this is really. Um, but the third one, uh, the other third reason, uh, I imagine we believe that this thing was actually designed by Sega of America, not Sega of Japan. Right. And we we think that because a it showed up in America. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, again, obviously that's how Rob. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah, yeah. it, it cut out yeah. for a second. Yes, sorry. Um, the last thing, I don't know what you heard last, but basically this thing showed up in America, so that's mm -hmm. where we assume, you know, whatever. Um, but also, it has a Japanese sticker on it, which I had translated that says, somebody said, what on earth is this? But my friend who translated for me was being very polite. Apparently it says something like, what the fuck is this? Like mm -hmm. in an angry tone. Um, so presumably a Japanese engineer looked at it and didn't like the design of it. So I would guess the one that showed up in Japan was the revision of this that they brought to Sega of Japan for some sort of approval phase. That's a guess. That's all speculation based on circumstantial evidence. But that's my guess. Um, but that's just the evidence I've got. I can tell you, though. That makes uh, a lot of sense, the, though. There will be footage of the white one of these on my channel. Actually, next to this, we did a little reunion tour of the two of them down in the museum. The white one is a tank, an absolute tank. Like this thing weighs, I don't know, maybe a couple of pounds. Mm -hmm. That thing, we legit thought it was like made out of concrete. Like it was really, really, that's really heavy. Boy. 
Uh, it had no electronics in it. It's it's purely plastic molding. Oh, okay. Um, so, so there are three known Plutos to exist. Per uh, I some I talked to someone in Sega a couple of years ago about this, and they were like. From base again, again, none of them worked there at the time. But what they told me is like, based on the really cursory research we can even do without really getting into the Japanese archives of stuff, they're like, we made six, uh, presumably six operational. I'm not entirely certain, but six and destroyed four. We know that three exist in some form, which means they're either wrong or they weren't including the white one because it's literally just a hunk of plastic. Um, yeah. And these ones are probably white as well, because these ones are just painted, right? We're 100%. Uh, I mean, the camera's not going to pick it up too well, but you can see there's like a little chip there on the front. Sorry, right. no, Roger, I had nothing to do with that. That was already right. there. That was already there. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you could see in the video when uh, ben, ben Heck uh, was scratching the plastic off, you could be able yeah. to see the yeah underneath it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my, my headphones kind of, the connection sucks. So sometimes yeah, no it worries. Um, but yeah, the, I didn't do that damage. Roger knows that. But like underneath that is this white color. And yeah, Ben talked about it pretty extensively. Uh, that color is the same one as the white one that they have at the National Video Game Museum, hmm. um, which was really cool, by the way, because they didn't know this existed. Uh, and then when we showed it, like they thought the, only, the Pluto really? was just a hunk of plastic. So I'm showing uh, I was showing them like, no, it works. And the guy was like so happy about it. It was like this. It was just this really cool moment between nerds who would actually appreciate something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, so having all three of those in there at the same time. So, Roger, even though I already thank you, thank you again, because that wouldn't have been possible if I had been like, hey, can I borrow the Pluto? And you were just mm -hmm. like, yeah, there's a middle finger right there. That's all you. Um, but no, you were cool about it. So that's the thumbnail for this video. Right there. That's, 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 the 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 that's the thumbnail. But, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some extra takes. Nice. Nice. Okay, the, that's gold uh, right there. Anything you want to lick it? <laughs> Don't eat it. I, actually, I wouldn't. All right, first of all, there's two reasons I won't lick this. One, okay. Roger has not given me authority to do so. Right, right. Two, unlike the Nintendo PlayStation, which actually was final plastic, so yes, I did lick it. Um, <laughs> This is just paint, right? <laughs> so I'm not really. That might actually Could like be a little take lead paint in there. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I'll, I'll see if I can sniff it next time I get there. Go see it in person. I know Kay would appreciate it. that. The report on that, right, Kay? Yeah, Wait, you know, um, Trekkie's asked a good question. The, sn the sniffing of it. Trekkie's asked a good question, and and that was that with the Giga Drive and even the Champagne Saturn or like the early Saturn prototypes. They were like a hard block of either wood or like a composite, uh, sometimes plastic, sometimes plaster. So you're saying that this brick, this tank white one is is like a plastic shell with like a weight inside or? or... I it, They didn't let us open it, but they said there was nothing inside of it. It was just ridiculously heavy like uh, really it, it felt like plastic but i'm no i'm no expert in that sure. field to me it was just a hunk of plastic yeah but it was uh, i was i remember being legit stunned because I, I thought it would weigh like nothing because there's nothing inside of it we, we but don't it want exactly this thing moving <laughs> like we, we legit thought they put bricks in it or something because like yeah exactly like they, they might have it it's like 100 pounds like you can't move it um but uh it's no, got it, thor's it was, hammer inside <laughs> yeah, Mjolnir is in there. So I guess I was worthy because I had you another Pluto. So that makes me acceptable. I can, I can, yeah. I'm the only, there, there's going to be footage, by the way, in a video I released because I'm, I'm going to do a video about all of this. I'm the only person potentially ever that will have held two Plutos at the exact same moment. And that was really mm. physically challenging to do. I'm just saying. Came home from the hospital. One, uh, you got the one, two. One person on Earth. 
you're racking up all the records. Last person to play PlayStation Prototype. Last person to, to hold two Saturns. What's next? Last person. Pluto. First and last Pluto. person to flip off all our viewers. <laughs> holding yeah. a Pluto. Holding a Pluto. I don't, I don't think know. anybody else is going to manage that. Pluto, yeah. show, so. Get yeah. Emilio's uh, orange Xbox, like the orange Halo. Ah, that one, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's my Ooh, buddy yeah, Emilio. But, yeah, but Didn't he sell to a guy in Australia that, or something? Um, it, he sold it to someone at PRGE, I think 2016, 2017. Cause I could swear there's a guy in Australia who has like this super collection. He was showing it. So I assume he was the dude who bought it, but I guess I don't really know. It doesn't matter. Point is, I know what you're talking about. That's a cool little device. Yeah. So one thing I'm confused on is that, so is this, was this supposed to be like the, the equivalent of the Famicom becoming the NES in America? Or was this supposed to be like a, it's a super, super souped up Saturn sort of thing? So the all we can do is speculate based on the dates of the manufacture of this versus what actually happened in Sega's history. Um, so we thought, I remember Roger, when we were first talking about this, he, cause he said he got it in 99. So we assumed, given how late that is in the Saturn's life cycle, that they probably, it was like a tail end thing that they were trying and then they just gave up, like right before they transitioned to the Dreamcast. Like maybe they built it in early 99 and then by the end of 99, it was in a flea market. Not according to the actual device. When we took it apart, it had dates on it. January 24th, 1996, which mm. is much earlier in the Saturn lifespan. So our thinking, and again, this is pure speculation, uh, was that at one point, someone at Sega of America went like, we don't really like the way the Japanese are handling the Saturn, but we have no choice. We have to proceed with it. But they were correct in assuming that online gameplay is the future. They were just way ahead of their time. So they built this thing and thinking, we'll rebrand the Saturn as like this online experience in oh, North America. But I'm sure that someone was, other than the Japanese engineers being like, what the hell is this? Um, they were probably like, do you realize how much that's gonna cost? Shipping a console with a fully operational ID hard drive that's 540 megabytes in 1996. Like, mm -hmm. that's even Ben said it best. He's like, that's comparable to what was in PCs at the time. Like, yeah. the idea that you would ship a game console. And for reference, for people that aren't are totally sure of their history out there, that would have predated the original Xbox having the first console hard drive by five years. Mm -hmm. um yeah. so that that's pretty that's that's not nothing so i'm assuming what killed this more than anything was just the numbers they mm -hmm. were probably like yeah no um but the truth is we don't totally know and to answer Maybe... to answer martin evans comment in or question in the chat uh does it have the four megs of ram built in we don't know and the reason why we don't know is because we can't confirm that it actually plays any of the japanese games that use the four megs of ram and we can't do that because it doesn't work with action replay carts hence the need to find a way to run japanese games so we they can confirm that uh, it's it's on the list trust me we list. have a yeah. plan yeah. We, we have like i said in the other video just because we didn't do it yet didn't mean we didn't think right. of it it just yeah. means what do you but, want like but that's where you're at that's where yeah. they're at so they, yeah. they they still want to find out if maybe that's something they built in of course that would add to the cost in as well you know uh so that would yeah. actually you i mean to be honest expensive. Though, yeah but that would make sense built-in ram oh, for sure. the saturn yeah. would have been a huge deal like because as you guys know the u.s library other than i guess it was marvel superheroes really didn't use it but if it was in there they might have because again 96 they were it was still a very relevant time to be bringing games mm -hmm. over to the saturn and that really would make it incredibly surprised if it actually does have that in there because of the ram compatibility issues for mm -hmm. the snk games 
but like the one meg games in japan is is there a other than marvel superheroes is there a game where if it had ram that would cause a problem or would be in any way acknowledgeable because maybe i could try that the There's problem with Marvel superheroes is that it's like it enhances the frames, but it's too subtle for me to really notice. Sorry, go ahead. Like what the U.S. game library? Mm -hmm. It has to be the U.S. library, yeah. Um, I can't think of any offhand, but the basically there the ones that um, have graphical glitches. If you have too much RAM in there, it doesn't get addressed properly, and it oh. just glitches out the video. Um, they're either Japanese or like. If, King of Fighters 95 is uh, European, but that's yeah. part. So, yeah. I think, uh, like, I think Metal Slug does that, too. But again, these right. are all the Japanese games. That's the problem. Yeah, all exactly, you really need yeah. to do, if you can run Japanese games, if you find that a way to do that, just first confirm that it runs a standard vanilla Japanese game. And then the first thing you want to test is a Japanese game that requires the RAM in order to even boot. If it, oh, if I... it Yeah, if it won't boot with that, then you know that it doesn't have any, any kind of RAM built in, right? Exactly. Yeah. But it's to me that I mean, you guys offered a different alternative to why it may not be working. But the thing that makes me think it has RAM, again, mm. two reasons. One, Ben looked at it and straight up said, I think there's RAM on this. Right. I think there's more in there. That was that. point number one. His He's the engineer, dude. He's more likely to know. The right. second is the the ancillary evidence of like every single Saturn cart we put in that doesn't have RAM worked. Every single one that did have RAM did not work. Not work. And so extra RAM could just be creating a conflict. It's, it's just a simple hardware thing. But again, the easiest way to test that would be if we could run a Japanese game that requires it, then we would instantly know. Right. But it can't get around the region coding because of exactly that problem. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Satiator, I'm telling you, we've got a plan, guys. It's just a matter of yes. logistics and time. Yeah, don't worry. It's as you know, it's not going anywhere unless Roger suddenly changes his mind and tells me to break it with a hammer. Other than that, it's it'll be fine. Or your house yeah. exploding. My house is fine. Don't worry okay, about it. so you it's get... all good. No, I mean, um, it's, it's just sitting here on my lap. Everything, trust me, it's all good. So I would Adam, never harm a prototype. As a, yes. have, as a, oh, go ahead. Okay. The one thing that has been fascinating to me, because Roger and I have been ta have talked about this, you know, <laughs> offline for what, like almost two years now, actually. Yeah. Um, the modem. Yes. You want to see it? Is it? Yeah, please. And more of like shots from like the back, the inside. Does it mention that it's a 56k modem? I don't remember Ben talking. Um, no, we don't. We're not in tech. We want that was one of the things we wanted to test, but it doesn't. The console doesn't even attempt to use it. Mm -hmm. um, like so. In short, the hard drive's in there. Mechanically, it works. The modem we assume mechanically would work. It is technically connected to the motherboard of the console, but the Pluto mm -hmm. in no way tries to use it. Ben suggested that it's drawing power, but not enough to run them but it's also drawing too much power to run the Saturn normally with them attached. So he actually recommended never keeping them connected when you run the console. Right. So so we follow his advice when we take it up again, prototype. It's that's yeah. why I think the other one's probably better at it. Now, the, the, to answer your specific question, don't know for sure, but considering the Netlink came out a year after this did or after this was built, I would assume it's like 28.8 K. I can't imagine it's 56. When I, I think noticed. Not, like, geez, I'm sorry. The one, yeah, like the uh, 28.8 versus yeah. um, the Japanese. 14.4. Uh, 14.4. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I can't. I have no way to test that at all. Honestly, the, the thing. Yeah. The daughter board is really long. I noticed the daughter board is really long and it has like a connexent chip on it. 
that's a newer so it could be 33 honestly it could be updated or it could just be the 28.8 so that it works with all of the established software um but yeah keep in mind netlink came out almost a year after this was built so we don't really know it that's didn't necessarily have to be compatible that's a good with point. all the uh the um progress that's been going on with like the netlink um versus the x-band modem stuff uh, in the last year that would definitely be kind of an, an interesting um factor to take a look at you know, especially if uh if the netlink games could run without that particular netlink modem if the um cartridge port itself was functioned for that it does okay so it does. we've that so uh, if you um if you go back if you watch the pluto video i show that like we could not we ran netlink games on this stock with nothing in it and it doesn't acknowledge that at all but if you put in a netlink card it totally acknowledges that. It acknowledges mm -hmm. it. Okay. Um, but the, the, this either way is just totally ignored. And mm. again, Ben's Ben's thing was the, this prototype is simply not providing enough power to actually do anything with these. Yeah. But it's still drawing enough power that he recommended never keeping them connected because it doesn't work properly. The, yeah. The um, thing is, there's a little riser board. It's a it's a it's an extra yes. board. You mentioned it. So it's a little riser mm -hmm. for the HD and the and the modem. Similar to how similar how, to how the PS2 also uses a riser, but it's encased in this big piece of plastic, you know, um, but it's a riser. And I think Ben was saying that there's a problem with the circuitry on that board or something, you know, the, again, the power management, uh, not providing enough power I, yeah. I, on your video. I think that he was saying that there there might be a problem with that board, but it's an unknown piece of hardware. You know, it's like so it's like, how do you test it compared to something else that works? You know, right. The, the only option would be to buy the other one. <laughs> so if anybody out there's got just a ton of money and wants to just satisfy our curiosity, by all means, I, I do have a question, though. I do have a question real quick. Adam, as a huge Saturn fan, well, as a huge Dreamcast fan, but also a Sega fan, and you own many Saturns, as we know, like, are you planning on getting a Satiator? Just curious, like... I'd love to get one. I mean, the thing is, for me, I have so many ODEs already. Like, oh, okay. I've got the Mode, I've you got the Rhea. I don't need it. And I, I know I have Fenrir's coming again for review stuff. I would love to review a Satiator, but right now my primary interest in it is literally just putting it in the right there. And that's the VCD slot. In fact, let me take that. Well, abrasive. If you're it. watching this, send him a station. No, <laughs> yeah, by all means, dude. I'll do a review video unless it doesn't work. Then I'll do a normal review video, and everybody will be disappointed. But if it does work, right there. <laughs> I am really curious though if it does detect that VCD slot though. That's uh, that's one of the biggest things. Once you guys get that going, I'm yeah. actually kind of excited. Oh, mm -hmm. so I, I guess I could point out something that's kind of interesting, I think. So you see that the battery, the CMOS battery, is still there, much like the uh, other ones. Now, Roger, I'm going to ask a, probably a stupid question of you, but I'm still going to ask it. Did you ever replace that battery? No. Like I said, it sat in that drawer. Like I had this one of those like, plastic bins, one of the, like, the kids' ones that's like multicolors mm -hmm. for years. I never, Like I said, I didn't think it worked because I put the Japanese games on it and then it wouldn't play. And I was like, cool. And it just sat there. Right. So that's that's the answer I expected. Now, I'm pretty sure Ben didn't change it. Mm -hmm. The reason I bring that up is it doesn't have the Saturn's normal clock battery problem. It it just darts mm -hmm. and it never complains about what time it is. 
So either he could, he might have changed the battery, and I didn't, because like if Roger remembers this, I had just take the longest flight route ever, and then I crashed hard when I got there. So they yeah. did most of that work while I was sleeping. But and, and we could, I'll double check with Ben, but I don't think he changed that. And if he didn't, that means that it either doesn't have that issue at all, or that battery is magic. I don't know. But there's something possibly unique, or I'm really overselling this, and he changed the battery in my bed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, the, so that's sort of detection, uh, Trekkies in the chat said that you could actually put super Marvel superheroes, and if and if it does have the RAM installed, it'll say like there's a RAM option that pops up, and if there isn't, it's not detected. So that's yeah, one then, way you could check it in case. But you know, I'm assuming K, you have that game. I have them all. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, that's so that's. I mean, I can see his stuff. I'm just assuming in that giant, beautiful wall that it's there. So potentially we'll work that out and we'll test. But um, my goal, honestly, is the sa there. You go. My goal is the satiator because, frankly, it has so many more things we can test. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, whereas if all right, let's assume for argument's sake that we we got the Marvel one in there and we just found that out. It's like okay, cool. Technically, it does something, but it do it doesn't. Now we're gonna be curious. We're gonna to want to try a million other things, and we just can't. Satiator, just like boom, all those problems are gone mm -hmm. if it works. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, so you probably, probably, it's probably just gonna get the with the satiator at the same time. So it's like that's kind of pointless. It'd be kind of cool to see though, but you know, I am interested for the record to see whether the gamers cart, uh, K's gamers cart, does anything. Uh, you know, it is a well-made device, and it has a really nice uh, beveled PCB, so I think that it, it shouldn't be an issue for the, the cart slot. Um, and it also has, you know... Sorry? Okay? I'm curious if this one got tried. It doesn't. The pseudo-Saturn doesn't work. No, no, yeah, the pseudo-Saturn doesn't. switch on the top that does, does it turn off the RAM? Uh, that specifically, no. Uh, I just used a standard pseudo-Saturn that was built on a one megabyte action replay. There's an idea. You can turn off the RAM on that, that model, and then it just acts as a key to, to play imports. Lots yeah, of that options. Sounds like another potential option, yeah. yeah lots a lot of, of testing avenues. to do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Maybe I'll swing by and borrow some of your toys. Honestly, guys, I do have to. We do kind of have to wrap and wind this down. But if you, if Adam, if you want to hang out and stick around for the bulk slash stream, you guys can keep chatting and having a party. I gotta go get the kids and do like pizza night and stuff. But seriously, man, like, thank you so much for being generous with your time. And Roger, thank you for coming on. Uh, we appreciate having you both. You know, and uh, yeah, thank you. We're lucky. We're we're very fortunate that you guys were. We're willing to, you know, give us give us your time and talk about this thing because this is awesome. And I mean, we are super nerds, so we're super into this kind of thing. I hope that other members in the community will enjoy, you know, learning about this thing and and uh, and stay tuned to Adam's channel, of course, uh, because you're going to want to see the story unfold over multiple videos. I'm sure. In general, because he has some good, great videos. Absolutely. As his, I, I, his travel channel. I appreciate that and all, but the thing I'm more interested in is letting you guys know, if you want to see it in person, thanks to Roger's generosity, yes. uh, it'll be on display at uh, Kansas City Retro uh, as a convention on December 11th. It will also be on display at SAC GamerCon in Sacramento, I believe, on December 18th and 19th. There may be other shows <laughs> in 2022. Um, that's up to kind of up to a combination of people out there who run conventions and mm. roger um i'm just like the guy that's like the whore that's like carrying it around <laughs> while roger gets to 
like have hey. a, a normal life. <laughs> hey, I'll be straight. I'm not gonna try to bribe you or anything, but if you decide to bring it to Game On Expo in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, that one's maybe dude, the, the simple dinner. thing. The simple thing about that is talk to John. And if he wants me there, he knows me. Just tell him, like, do you want that the other Dreamcast guy, the bad one, plus the Pluto? <laughs> then you can have that. Uh, that so I, I don't like see. That. The thing is, I don't really go out and like self, like, hey, where? Why can't I be there? I don't do that. So if you want me there, like, just ask John. If John's like, yeah, bring him out, whatever. Then done. That's it. I'm willing to get on a plane and go anywhere. I don't care. Sounds good. But I'll, uh, um, I'll you can stay at Pat's house for free. <laughs> But to be, I want this to be very clear. This is obviously the property of Roger. So ultimately, yeah. if it goes anywhere, it's because he gave its blessing. So that's ultimately his completely his choice. I, I don't that's do why I brought any, you guys. I don't do you guys bring anything. Out, I'll eat some dinner. Yeah, yeah seriously, I don't do Roger. With this, without Roger's permission, not a damn thing. Yeah. He knows every to the point where I think I'm annoying you, Roger, because you care like micromanagement texts. I'm like, okay, I looked at it again. I don't, I don't care, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Seriously though, like a better a better guy couldn't have bought it for three bucks or whatever. Because if it was somebody else, they might just be like really selfish with it and not like you know want to put it get it water graded or whatever you know like it's just like seriously i'm sorry i'm gonna keep dropping water jokes but honestly it, they could be like that and they could be like not really wanting to share it with the community but because of roger and because of adam we get to see the story unfold and and that's the cool thing the more stuff you guys do with it the more it has a story you know because its story ended in a cardboard box you know until you guys really like helped add to the story you know you got ben heck involved and you, you've taken it around on tours and stuff so that's really cool that's great for yeah, game man. preservation i i like the photo op of having it with the other pluto and the neptune i that was like yes flex. ultimate nerd flex no, like, serious, you know, yeah. I, i'm flexing i got nothing but yeah, no, yeah. now i got there you go there's my muscle <laughs> yeah that was that was a flex <laughs> a flex moment like that that's nowhere near as cool but when emilio brought down that orange halo xbox i actually had like the blue xbox the developer kit his orange xbox all held up in my arms mm -hmm. over the xbox area and so i was holding about four or five xboxes of all like these different types and i gotta say man i am really jealous that you got to hold on to a couple of plutos and a neptune bravo just a, just a day just a just a day yeah <laughs> In the life. it was a tuesday for me basically yeah well technically it was a saturday but yeah <laughs> i'm just imagining bison saying it's like well technically it was saturday but i mean who's counting at this point right yeah <laughs> but no cool. but, uh, i think I, that I, uh honestly dude i really just do stuff like that even because for like the six people that I think are really going to care because I'm like, I care about this. Maybe someone else will. I like the idea that, yes, now the world knows two Plutos were in the same room. Yes. Now the world knows there's a Neptune and where you can go see it. Hey, why not? We have a photo of the three of them together for the world. to have. That's not for me. That's that's I'm like fortunate enough that I get to go to stuff. And so I just want people to get some cool windfall from that. That's all. Absolutely. Sounds good. I think we have to wrap up, though. I think we're going to get some of the guests in for the bulk slash. But uh, closing out, uh, I, before we close out, uh, did you have anything else you want to plug, uh, both you and uh, you and Roger, before we head out? 
Uh, I got my channel. I got my new flying channel, which has a bunch of stuff about, you know, adventuring just like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Twitter, Instagram, Discord, Facebook. Maybe not Discord, because I assume that that's a conflict of being in here. But all the other ones. You can share uh, that. You, There's you no conflict. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Twitter, no. Instagram, Facebook, Discord, Patreon, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, we just we just joined your Discord, so thank you there. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I noticed. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a madhouse in there, but... Yeah. Um, it's just Everyone's my name. In the chat. Yeah. It's just your name. All those accounts. Cool. Adam all, all those things are just my name, except for the flying one, which is flying and eating with Adam. With <laughs> Adam. Okay, all right. <laughs> my name's always attached. And Ro you, Roger, it's KidVid666, right? On Twitter? Yeah, I'm never on it. So if you're trying to contact me there, um, <laughs> okay. hit up Adam. He's better at getting a hold of me. I'm, I'm on the internet, but I'm never really on it. We'll see Basically, you with Adam. I'm his agent. I'm his agent. Nice. You need to talk yeah. to Roger. You go through me. Well, that's <laughs> that's great. Intro boss. We should uh, we should shout our patrons. They, uh, that yeah, help support this show. Yeah, uh, shout out to Emerald Nova, Johannes Fats, 32-bit stuff, uh, Derek, uh, aka Team, guy behind all the translations for Dreamcast, Mondu, <laughs> nice. uh, Tanuki Trev, and Young Money Swee for backing us to Patreon. If you want to get shouted on Patreon, ten dollars enough gets you shouted on the show. Get shouted with Adam pointing the the sat the the Pluto with it. So. That could have been a perk. That's a good perk for them guys. I was, Hopefully, I was trying are... to go for like a Muppet talking thing, but it really does. With a copy of the NHL, my voice like this. NHL hockey. You could like do the Muppet thing, but yeah, that's NHL All Star hockey, I believe. I, I am the Almighty Talking Pluto. Yeah. You patrons, if you back us on Patreon, you will get great. <laughs> rewards and stuff and if you get us ten dollars and up you'll be shouted on the show and you will also get great rewards like early access to pandemonium videos or access to our videos and edited videos so if you guys want to back to patreon that's uh patreon.com a shiro media group think that's the name of it don't remember off the top of my head and uh also if you want to back us with shirts uh you'd buy our shirts on the threadless store uh threadless sega sound shirts on our website sega sound and uh, if you just want to support us regularly, just back us. Oh yes, if you want to back us regularly, just back us on uh, on uh, on our website and uh, share us out. Like, subscribe, comment, uh, leave a hate comment on our page. That that would help too. Like, good comments, hate comments, whatever you guys want to do. Let us know. Do we smell? Do we? Am I bald? You know, what do you want to talk about? Uh, any support's great. But uh, that's about it for me. And uh, do you want to take us out, Adam? Just, just got to say, remember, you must play Sega Saturn. That's all you got to say. Wait. You must play Sega Pluto. How about that? Oh. oh. I see what you coming. did there. Yeah, me too. All right, guys. Well, stick around for the next hour. We're going to have a bulk slash stream, and it's a good one because they're debuting a new navigator with the voice uh, the voice redone, and they're going to have the actress uh, in the I chat. I got the good so, stuff, yeah. too. So uh, it's Cologne. again, guys. Yeah, and, and Pat's going to be playing on the Twin Sticks, thanks to Knight of Dragon for uh, patching in that support. So uh, stick with us while I roll credits, and then uh, Pat's going to pick up the stream. Until next time, just remember, you must play Sega Saturn. <laughs>